Welcome to the Entrepreneur's MBA, bringing you lessons from real-life entrepreneurs they don't teach in business school. Here's your host, business coach and marketing strategist, Adam Kipnis. Welcome, everyone, to the Attract Clients Now podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kipnis. Thanks for being here every week where we learn from successful entrepreneurs how to grow your business and, most importantly, how to attract clients now. Every business needs new clients to survive and thrive. And a great first step to getting new clients, recommend you download my free ebook at freebookfromadam.com. It is eight steps to adding more clients without spending money on advertising. It's step-by-step, it's easy to do, and you can follow it. Recommend you go there and get that book. Today, I am super excited to have our guest, who's been a successful entrepreneur for over 40 years. He was one of the original sharks on the Emmy Award-winning Shark Tank. He's also the inventor of the infomercial. As seen on TV, pioneer, co-founder of the Electronic Retailers Association and co-founding board member of the Entrepreneurs Organization. He's launched over 20 businesses that grown to over $100 million in sales each. He's launched over 500 different products, generating more than $5 billion in sales worldwide. So there is no one better to learn from than my guest, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to the listeners today. Adam, thank you, man. It's great, great to be here. It's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, great week for, hey, every week's a great week for entrepreneurs, I think. So <laughs> looking forward to hanging out today. Definitely. And for all of you who know Kevin or want to learn more about Kevin, definitely go to kevinharrington.tv. Great information, great ideas, great nuggets for you on his website. And Kevin, you're well known for Shark Tank and to a lot of people for the infomercial that you really created or created that entire space back in the 80s. But how did you personally get your start as an entrepreneur? So thanks, Adam. I goes. I'll say that um, you, the the I believe in listening to. Um, I, I'll use the word mentors, okay? And 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 I go all the way back. You know, when I was 11 years old, my my first mentor was my father, and so my father was started out. I'm one of six kids. I, I didn't come from a wealthy family. Uh, we we it was a the blue collar. Uh, uh, upbringing in Cincinnati, Ohio. My father was a bartender, and and he saved up enough money to own his own place. It was called Harrington's Irish Pub. And I started working uh, when I was 11 years old inside his places. And as I got a little older in, in my teens, he said, Kevin, you need to own your own business. You know, get your own source of income. So I, I saw him doing it. I started doing it. And I started a driveway ceiling business when I was 15 years old in high school. So I was a young, a young lad <laughs> knocking on doors and, and, and sealing driveways. And then, and so I, I say that I was lucky to have a father who my first mentor in my life that pushed me to, to, and, and, and said, you need to have the drive to own your own business. And, and then, yeah, I could go from there, but I, you know, I don't want to interrupt your, your flow of questions. But that's how it all started. And then in college, I had another business, and, and then things took off, and eventually it became the infomercial industry. So um, that's a story unto itself also. But I just 
you know, to answer your quick question, how did it start? It, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to have a father that mentored me and pushed me to be an entrepreneur. And, and I hear that a lot. There's always somebody that was the catalyst. And for you, it was your dad. And, you know, for me, it was mentors and other folks that I saw. And I had the opportunity to start a business in Europe. That's sort of a long story. But we all have that one person that pushes us. And, but you also mentioned that you had to knock on doors. And getting in front of more people and telling your story is the, probably the hardest part of being an entrepreneur. But you took it in a different direction. And you went an electronic channel before electronic channels were really big. What made you take that step to go electronic versus face-to-face -face when you started the infomercials? So I think, you know, part of, um, part of my sh uh, shift into entrepreneurship, I became um, aware as an entrepreneur. I think one of the things that, you know, my father also, he would, he would work a, a, an 80-hour week, and on Sundays when he was off, he had a stack of newspapers next to him, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, trade journals from the restaurant world. And I'd be like, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, I'm exploring opportunities. He said, there's always opportunities. So he had this curiosity, uh, I call it curiosity overload, that, that I also picked up from him. And so I used to go to trade shows. And one day I'm watching TV and I had, I had this 30 channel package of cable channels and I'm watching MTV music and HBO movies and CNN uh, news. And then I get to discovery channel there was nothing there and it was blank and it was, it was, and I, and I waited and waited and it was six hours later before something came on. I called the cable company and said, there's a problem with my discovery channel. And they're, you know, here I am, this curious guy, what's going on? Right. And they're like, Oh, Discovery's only an 18 hour a day network. Six hours a day is nothing. And so that's when the light bulb went off. If they're not going to put anything on for those six hours, maybe I can put something on for those six hours. And I did. And that's when I started putting products on television. So, um, so that was the, the beginning of that, that whole flow of, of putting products on television. That's so interesting. And that, that you mentioned that you, you have that curiosity and there are opportunities everywhere. And when you're talking about attracting clients and different marketing techniques and different things that pe people can do, it, it's constantly changing from the television to now the internet. There's always new ways to find clients. So what do you do specifically today and to find clients and how has that evolved over your career? So, so I, I've written a couple of books and, and my first book was called Act Now how I turn ideas into million dollar products. And so that book was written with the express goal of finding clients. And so I said, if I write a book, I'm going to raise my profile uh, as an author, as a teacher, as a, as a thought leader. And you won't believe what happened. I, I set out to raise my profile and I started doing radio talk shows, giving away the book. Uh, chapters of the book. So, so here I am, I'm on five radio shows, then 25, then 50, then 100. Then I'm getting invited to do TV interviews. Then I'm getting uh, in, invited to speak at trade shows. And so this was all in this, this you know, effort to build my profile, to get more clients, to become a positioned thought leader kind of person out in the marketplace. And so guess who was watching all of this at that time? 
Mark Burnett. And Mark Burnett was producing Shark Tank, and he said, Kevin, everywhere I turned, when I, when I met Mark, he called me and said, I, I, this is the amazing thing about my life. There are people in Hollywood that every single day are begging and trying to get into TV shows. They're auditioning like crazy. Me, I never auditioned in my entire life. I got called by Mark Burnett to come in and speak to him, and he said, I want you to be the original shark. I was the first one that he picked because I was the perfect type of shark because I went to the hardware show, the houseware show, the fitness show, all these trade shows looking at products and deciding whether or not I would invest in them or not. I was a shark and had been a shark for 30 years when I met Mark Burnett. So he's like, Kevin, you're the guy. Let's do it. And so it was me deciding to raise my profile by writing a book, by doing talk shows and, 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 and the rest, that then put me into a profile to be on TV, which further drove my brand to then become the go-to guy for, um, you know, for, for products and, and, and more. So you talk about building a brand. Uh, that's going on national television once a week, ABC Network. So that was, that was a pretty cool experience. And I did 175 segments. So the bottom line is this, is I just say anybody out there listening, you want to raise your profile, you've got to have, you can't just sit and wait for your phone to ring. It's, you know, you've got to build your brand, raise your profile. And, and a lot of it now becomes in the form of social media, digital technologies, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, I never did any tweets. I never did any, any Facebooks or anything, but I, I probably have about 800,000 people following me now. And, and it's, it, it, it's been a, a, a concerted effort to go build that because I'll say this, the more people you have following you, any entrepreneur that's out there right now, the more people that you have following you, the more money and the more assets you have as, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur um, type of thing. So it's today, it, it can, you can really quantify your success based on having a following and having a, a, a goal and a direction and, and the, the creation of, of content. So I ho- hope that answered that, but it's been a lot of fun over the last number of years building my brand and, and, and having a plan of attack to do it. And that's great. And it's because when you started building that, that following and going on TV, you weren't a household name that you are today. And you, not everybody knew, maybe they knew the infomercials, maybe they knew Ginsu and they knew Billy Mays, but they didn't know Kevin Harrington. And so you started from the place of, that a lot of entrepreneurs do where you were successful, but not everybody knew about it. And, and so you went and did it, but it probably wasn't always easy. So, what, what mistakes did, did you encounter or did you make along the way, and how did you learn from them to, to grow and continue to get more exposure? Well, so, I mean, look, I think the, the, it was funny because here I was on Shark Tank, and I started getting these invitations to go speak. And what I didn't realize at the, in the very beginning, two things. Number one, speaking is actually a business unto itself, so – it's a profit center. So in the beginning, it took me about a year before I even hired a speaking agent or speak, speak or, or tied up with a speaker's bureau. So, so I, here I am on national television as a business 
thought leader and a shark and people are calling me to speak and I'm turning them down. Like, well, I don't, what, what, what am I going to say? I don't have any, you know, they want me to speak like, well, Hey, what you have to do is turn it around and say, well, yeah, they'd love to speak. And this is what I charge. Okay. Cause I finally, my, my son had, a, uh, uh, he went to uh, grade school and one of his, one of the girls in his class, his mother worked for Microsoft and she, and the girl at school said, my mother would like to talk to your dad. And, and I talked to her and she says, oh, yes, I got 150 senior executives from Microsoft getting together. Um, we'd love to have you come speak. And I said, yeah, yeah, you know what? I, she said, we'd like to hear some of your entrepreneur stories because these are, these are inside uh, executives that want to think more like an entrepreneur. So they, they – I said, I'd love to do it. I went out, did it, got a standing ovation. They loved it. And as I'm leaving, she says, Kevin, she said, you know, I kept waiting for you to tell me what your fee was before you accepted to come. But, you know, I just want to tell you that this was amazing what you just did. And you should be charging for this, okay? And so I'm like, you know, why am I leaving money on the table? So, so you know, I'm an entrepreneur, and entrepreneurs generally don't leave money on the table. So then I started down the path of, okay, I'm going to speak, but I'm going to use it not only to get paid, but to build my brand, and then also to, uh, to, to get business uh, from, from those events. So so now, when I speak at the Houseworth Show in Chicago, I ask that, hey, I'll speak, you'll pay me, but you're also going to put my brand and my image out to the 100,000 attendees four times, okay? So I, I, I've developed this whole model, which has helped build my brand now across the U.S. Yeah, yeah, I've been on Shark Tank, but now I do 30 trade shows a year that are promoting me as somebody that they need to come listen to. So the houseware show, the hardware show, the fitness show, the beauty show, the golf show, the fishing show, you name it, I'm getting promoted. And so this was a, a, another step in the evolution of building my brand that's been very, very powerful. So you now have the ability not only to speak and to get paid for it, but then to get exposure on other people's, through other people's channels to other people's audiences so they know you, which then on the back end allows you to sell more product, get more exposure, and get more speaking gigs, and the whole cycle starts over again. Absolutely. I spoke at, uh, I spoke at um, 3M's annual conference, and there was 1,000 people there. Um, I, got, I, I talked about the changing of, of the world in terms of you know, social media, digital technologies, and, and they had 1,000-plus you know, people sitting there, many of them old-timers, that some of them – just barely have websites, let alone any kind of real digital technology. And they came to me afterwards and said, you, you, some of the stuff you talked about was so powerful. We, could you bring your team of people up to consult our company, 3M? I did. I'm a consultant to them. We're launching major digital programs through different divisions of 3M right now. And so this is what I do as an entrepreneur. I use the speaking as a platform to get more clients, get you know deals, and, and at the end of the day, you know, the, th this is part of what I love. I, I go to Microsoft, I go to Pfizer, I go, you know, and I have back-end relationships with a lot of these companies after it's all said and done. And, and even at some of the, just the product kind of events, people are pitching these products also. So, you, you know, for any entrepreneur out there listening to us right now, 
It's, you know, you can't just sit and expect your phone to ring. Obviously, most entrepreneurs are smart enough to know that, but you've got to put a plan together. You've got to get out there. You've got to network. You've got to go to events. You've got to, you've got to create content. You've got to put books out. You've got, I mean, I've got three or four books I'm working on right now. I, do I have the time to write them? No. Will I figure out a way to get it done? Yes. And, you know, will these each position me in some fashion that will be good for the brand and build more business opportunities? For sure. So, um, and by the way, there's co-branding opportunities that I do with people and writing a book with them. So, you know, there may be somebody out there listening right now that says, hey, maybe Kevin would write a book with me and we can put it out. And, I, and I've done this on a number of occasions. So, you know, it's, it, what could be so bad to have yourself branded with somebody that has, a, you know, a, a following out of the marketplace that can leverage your brand with theirs. So I do this kind of stuff too. So everyone listening, hopefully you caught that and you take action on it. Uh, you, you, whether it's Kevin um, co-branding something with you or, or, or writing a book together, obviously attaching yourself to someone with 800,000 followers with huge media exposure, someone who, who, who speaks and, and works all over the country is an amazing opportunity. And, and you mentioned that the co-branding and, and people giving you pitches on a regular basis. I've been to events where you've spoken, and as soon as you come off the stage, you've got 20 people who want to give their pitch, and, yeah. and you can't even get to the back of the room, and you were on Shark Tank, and you heard pitch after pitch after pitch. So for those who have a product, or they have a service, and they want a, a partner, or they want money, which a lot of times people need, what are some of the steps, or what, some, some of the things that go into a pitch that would, that would get your attention? So there's a couple, a couple key things. Uh, I'm going to give you the short formula. I've got a, a very uh, extensive kind of 10-step formula, but it, you know, that unto itself we would probably take 30 minutes to, get, to go through. But for those that – because you know, we're not going to have another 30 minutes to do that, but I'm going to give you the two-minute version that anybody can pay attention to this and learn how to think about pitching. And it's, it's a three-step process. And there's, there's different uh, phases inside each step. But you, first of all, you got to tease the person that you're pitching. You tease them by getting their attention with some kind of a problem. Okay, then, so that's the tease. Get their attention with a problem. Then you please them by solving the problem with benefits and solutions to the problem, and then maybe using some magical transformations. And then you seize them by giving them an irresistible offer. So you tease them, you please them, and you seize them. He's please, seize. That's the three-step process. Inside of it are multiple steps. But, you know, get their attention with a problem, solve the problem, give them an irresistible offer. It's actually pretty simple when you think of it that way. And so I don't care if you've got, you know, one minute inside an elevator, you look over and there's somebody hot to trot that you want to pitch, get their attention because they got other things going on. Give them some kind of a problem that you're going to solve then solve that problem and then give them an irresistible offer. And, and, and that is the formula for Shark Tank because at the end, one of the things where people fall down, their offer stinks and they don't give an irresistible offer and it's not a great offer. And so it's important that 
you know, if I want a million dollars for 5% of my company is not an irresistible offer, right? So give me something that makes it worth my while right now to do this deal. That is great advice. And it's so true. Not only if you're talking to Kevin Harrington or one of the sharks, it's also true when you're talking to just the guy in the street and you're wanting to sell a product, whether it's a $5 product or a million dollar investment in your business. T's, please, and C's works in both scenarios extremely well. And Kevin's been so kind to, of his time, but also has an offer for all of you. Um, if you go to kevinpitch.com, you can get his perfect pitch cheat sheet, which I'm sure covers what we just did and, and more. And it's a great way for you to interact with Kevin, to be part of his community, and to get that perfect pitch and your perfect pitch down. Kevin, I really appreciate the time today, the information you've given. The last thing for me is, and you've already talked about it and you've teased it, but the advice that someone can do right now, what's the first step that everyone should take after downloading your perfect pitch cheat sheet in their business to begin on a path to getting more clients and having more success? So I, I think, I, I always like to tell people that they may be, I don't know where, every person's in a different place entrepreneurially. And what you feel, I'm talking to entrepreneurs right now. I always say, go out and add somebody to your dream team. Go get somebody. And, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, Adam, it's, I get approached on a regular basis, literally daily, to join companies and the, the board of advisors, the board of directors, they, they, they ask me for help, advice, this, that, whatever. Don't be afraid to reach out to the biggest and the best people that you can that, for advice, for help, for, you know, and make a pitch and give them an irresistible offer on why they should be part of your dream team. Every, you know, I had a, 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 a woman that was in the cosmetic business and she had left this job for 20 years and she'd been inside a big company and she had this idea for her own product and she was asking me for help and what should she do? And I said, I said, go get a retired executive from the world of cosmetics and get them to join your dream team. There's tons of them out there. I know a dozen. And she's like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? Right? So she's trying to do everything herself, but just go add to your dream team People that are smart, that have connections, that can bring things to the table, that's one step. And then I'm just going to say it. We've talked about it a bunch. Go create some content that you can put out to the marketplace and, and, and start building your brand in a bigger fashion. So those are two things. Get, go, go build a dream team and go um, add uh, some content to, your, to your, your, your brand so you can keep building and making things happen in a big, big way. So um, hopefully those are two big uh, le uh, giveaways that we can leave people with. And if they go to KevinPicks.com, they also can get the cheat sheet and get started on the path to creating a perfect pitch. It's KevinPitch.com, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. And to all of our listeners, you just learned from one of the best in the business on, on pitching and attracting clients now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks, Kevin, for your time today. I really appreciate it. You bet. Great being here, Adam. Thanks, and uh, more power to you. Take care. See you on the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Entrepreneur's MBA. 
Download Adam's free book, How to Make More Money in Your Business, at www.freebookfromadam.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.